Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we get set foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Yeah, so if you take a person and you make them the leader of a situation, and then you give them a sidekick, and then the sidekick gets put into a 16-team style bracket and we figure out what the best sidekick is. But then we think, hey, that'd be fun to reverse it because some of the people, some of the sidekicks got in just because they were good sidekicks. But what if they didn't have such a good person that was they sidekicking for? Then we flipped them and made it the person that they did it into. Yeah. 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 There it is. is that- yeah. That's and that and that's the title of the episode. <laughs> just that? Group D. Yeah. It's all of that. Group D. What if I, well, I, okay, what if instead of doing all that, I just take the first letter of everything I just said and it's just a gibberish stream of letters? Uh, and, then, and then they just, and then you don't give a good explanation. About, all you do is just have the matchup. So they're like, I think this is tied <laughs> to last season, but I don't know. It's a weird one. It's yeah, weird it's out here. we're out here doing it though. We're doing it for you, you people. That's Each all we've ever done it for. Every one of you people. That's, that's, all we, that's all we've ever done it for, just yeah. for you. And here we are, folks, in Group D, where we have the three-seed Han Solo going up against the 14-seed Doc Brown from the Back to the Future franchise. And you have the mm-hmm. six-seed SpongeBob SquarePants going up against the 11-seed Mulan Cody. Where do you want to start? Han Solo, Doc Brown. We'll start at the top. How about okay. that? Han yeah. Solo killed a guy. A lot of guys. And then I feel like the traveling guy. with Han Solo, you're getting blasted at, almost constantly blasted at. Well, you are... Do you think if I hang out with Doc Brown, I have to make out with my mom back in time? Because I don't want to do that. I, I'm just saying of all the places we could have went to, why did you take me back to the one place where I would meet my mom? <laughs> that seems, Doc, at some point you got to ask Doc, like, hey, why why now? Why does it have to be the exact time my mom is hot? Because you have to remember, she's not your mom yet. Now, obviously, I'm not saying that's why you should make out with her. You shouldn't. That's still your mom. But at some, she's not your mom yet. She doesn't know. <laughs> she's just a hot chick. And you're like, now you got to be, now you have to be all confused about it, which sucks. That's not fair. It's like finding old, like pictures of like your grandparents and they're just like at the beach, you know, and you find out that your grandpa was like jacked up. (laughs) You're like, you were an Adonis. What the fuck? What happened to you? Grandpa, you were hot. Like, I don't know how to say this any other way, but like, wait, I don't know what happened here. I don't think, I don't think Han Solo would even pretend to not make out with his mom. He's like, the second he gets there, he's like, (laughs) he's just finding her. He's like, I might as well. It's, I think <laughs> I think the problem with Han Solo is like, A, his name. The whole time I'd be with him, I'm like, do you need help? Do you want help? Because, you know, Solo. It so is your you, name. Did you choose that? Is that your Christian name? Or yeah. is it like a moniker? Because <laughs> it, I don't, doesn't, it seems like one you came up with and it seems like you'd rather do stuff alone. So like, do you want me for this? Would you rather do it by yourself and call me in? It's also weird because he's like, I'm a lone wolf. I don't need help from anyone. And then instantly he's like, oh, please turn on the navigational things and do all. It's like, duh, what? You can't have it both ways. Yeah. You can't be a dick that flies solo. But as soon as you go to fly the spaceship, you need someone to help you. Yeah, dog. That's not how you got to pick one or the other, right? Like you can't can't have it both ways. (laughs) Can't have it both ways. Now, the thing with Han Solo is you are your space pirates. Yeah. And that's always, I mean. Talk about two things that go great together: being in space do, and being a pirate. I do love a good space pirate story. Big so fan like, of Outlaw Star. So once but, again, you get you're gonna have an exciting life. You're right. You're gonna be shot at, but it feels like I mean, 
you're like you're probably on that like you know we but steal from storm, the rich there's there's stormtroopers am i right yeah because <laughs> it can't hit anything, can't hit anything. <laughs> no it feels like when they get caught they usually are being caught by like the mob of space yeah, and they can hit stuff and those dudes are good it, that's why han kills people first because he's like nah because it's just a coin toss man if han Solo gets he gets trapped in carbonite that could have been you easy and I if think, it is you, if it is you, they get you instead of Han Solo. They ain't coming to save you. They ain't coming for you, dog. They he ain't coming not, for you. He's not coming back. That's got to be one kidding? of the worst moments. Is when you're standing there in the thing about to get about to get carbonated, and you're just looking over at Han as he's like clearly not even paying attention. He's like on his <laughs> phone, like uh, he's like looking around, being like he's like oh, call, waiting for his Uber to come take him away. Yeah. He doesn't give a He's shit like, about you. Like, hey, 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 buddy, what's the plan? How are we gonna get out of this? He's like, oh, we'll, we got, dude, we, we got something. Don't worry. Doc Brown would go back in time to before it happened and save you. Oh yeah, no, he's Doc Brown is willing to tear apart the fabric of space time. <laughs> like, to make sure you to make sure you're okay. That's, and I mean, you you gotta love that, but I also do have to wonder, like, how responsible is this? Exactly. If you're messing with the fabric of space time. Why do you pick a high school kid as your assistant? That's the thing. I mean, so there's a responsibility Doc Brown has. He's not. He's not meeting his level of responsibility for the situation. I guess. Think. I guess maybe if I'm if I'm having to be in Doc Brown's shoes though, right? And I'm like, okay, obviously I need to go back in time with someone because there yes. needs to be secondhand accountability. Also, just in case something happens, I need I someone the, to have my back. Go take the rock. No, but here's okay. But here's the thing though. Here's what I'm thinking. If I'm Doc Brown, if I bring a full grown adult. They will have their own motivations that I may not even be aware of. Like, why do they want to do this? A teenager yeah. going back in time, the only thing I need to worry about is them just trying to get wet, get it wet. <laughs> and I know that's a gross way to say it. And I'm actually apologize for that. And I don't, and I'm, and I'm really regretting that choice of phrasing, but that's just the truth. That's, that's just like, the truth. That's what you have to worry about. That's if I bring a, if I bring a teenage boy, I know that all I have to do is like toss him into a group of teenagers. He's not going to fuck this up that bad. <laughs> no one's going to believe him. If First I bring all, no one's rock, gonna believe him. If I bring the rock back in time, I have to deal with the fact that now he's, he's going to leave the second we get there to go and try to make black Adam, the most popular comic book <laughs> of all time. Yeah. He's got motivations. He's out <laughs> like, there. He's already planting the seeds for like how his promos are going to be the best in the wrestling world. Oh and shit. yeah. Yeah. He's setting up stuff for himself. Like he always talks about that seven dollar came to came to Los Angeles with seven dollars in his pocket. What he doesn't say is, oh, but I was back in 1950 and stashed all of the gold in yeah, a I nice exactly cubby. Where the gold is. Yeah. So I did only have seven bucks, but I did know where I stashed that gold. So yes. it turns out well for I, me. I get it. Doc Brown's just trying to keep kids from getting wet. He does a poor job. We can, well, uh, I think I just think he I don't think he cares if he's like, how much can I mess up space time if some if someone ends up making out with someone that they didn't make out with prior? Like, think about all the people you've made out with. How much do you think you can't say every single makeup you've had directly changed and <laughs> altered your life? You can't make I mean, some do. You kissed your wife at some point and that changed everything. Right. But you also did just make out in the back of the bar with someone that you don't know their name right now. <laughs> right? Like that's what he's hoping. He's like, worst case scenario, he's just going to make out with somebody and he's, yeah. and then they'll just forget about it. They'll be like, I think I got, well, here's the deal. I think if I have to be one of these sidekicks, I want to lock in doc Brown because the dude's coming back. Oh yeah. No, no, no. I can't, I can't roll with the only thing that's fun with like Han is the like we're space pirates. That's it. Because yeah. the, the other problem is I can't, 
I can't just sit at the bar, drink a drink without knowing, knowing full well, this asshole's going to piss someone off. Yeah. Now we're about to be in a bar fight and I know he's looking at me because I'm the muscle. So now I got to handle his shit because he's always picking fights. Also with Doc Brown, there is not a 0% chance that I will ride a hoverboard. Exactly. You, yeah, why? I'm not right. Well, no, I probably am riding a hoverboard with Han Solo. That's almost like 100% guarantee. But that's away from getting shot at. Well, that's true, too. It doesn't, doesn't he have to take his hoverboard to not get shot at? I don't know, man. I never watched the movie. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I saw the first one. I, why do you got to watch them all? You don't need to watch them all to understand. Yeah, you get the point. You watch yeah. the first one, you get it. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have SpongeBob going up against Mulan. Now, this is the shit I'm talking about, Nick, with this show. <laughs> This is the shit that I'm talking about that pisses me off. Like, what is this? <laughs> you know what's funny is like we do we do our uh you know our end of our boat boats, and those are always ridiculous pairings. But for some reason, it's like justified because it's like we talked about it. They all earn their way into this conversation, and we can be kind of loose and fun. There is something about when the pairings are this, and you're like, who wants this? What is this, <laughs> Who's for? this for? This was never a conversation that would ever have broken out in any friend group ever. Because a lot of people like listen to podcasts. It's like, oh, it's like fun because it feels like I'm sitting in the room with my friends and we're all laughing and joking. You want to know what two friends have never, ever discussed? Is like, if I had to be the sidekick to SpongeBob or Mulan, <laughs> who would I pick? The Mulan situation is always dire. There at no point is it not high risk. You're you're doing military subterfuge. You have you're breaking all those laws in in that that time period. The culture was very against. You're it. keeping hella secrets. You're like keeping the hella biggest secrets, one. like big, big state one. secrets. Then yeah. you also have to fight the Huns. Dog. Are you kidding me, dog? Dog, I just got yeah. It's one of those things where it's like this feels. I big. have to learn. I have to learn karate and how to be a warrior in one song number. Yeah. Are you kidding <laughs> That's me? All I got. That's all I get. But on the other hand, though. If you're the sidekick SpongeBob, you're just kicking it with a dude who works at a fast food spot. Yeah. And we'll loves his pet, and loves his pet snail a little too much, you know? There ain't going to be drama in your life, but there also ain't going to be anything in your life. You're just going to kick it perpetually with this dude. Yeah, you're never going to exceed your station. And is that good? But you're never going to leave your hometown. Never. And Bikini Bottom seems fine. It seems it seems Sioux Falls-esque if I'm being like I kind of put it on that like it's a big enough city. Like there's enough, but I it's disagree, not. I disagree because I think there's like, it's a big city, but it's mostly empty, my dude. Oh, there's always, there's, I mean, there's people around no, a lot of I'm time. saying, but like they'll have these big skyscraper buildings and then they'll go in there and there's one dude in it. Like, because there's a lot of, up in the other rooms. You're not looking in every room. No, the, I'm saying, the... I think there was a, I think there was a major catastrophic elimination event that made the city stand but the population dramatically dropped. So I'm thinking it's like, it's like if we had the population of Box Elder in Sioux Falls. Kind of like it. Kind of like the space. Get to spread out a little bit. Get my it's own true. tower to myself. Everyone Always wanted their, that. Everyone gets their own pineapple, basically. So now you're basically, so what you're implying, though, is you are the survivors of yes. a post, it's not post-apocalyptic necessarily, but no. it's like catastrophic event occurred. Now we are the survivors. So maybe peace is all you need. That's Sitting true. There. Maybe you've seen so much. Maybe that's why SpongeBob is the way he is. He lived through something. We don't know what. He did the and bad thing, though. He, he did he the did. thing that he can't come back from, like mentally. Yeah. So now he's like, I just got to flip the. If I flip these burgers, I can keep my mind busy. 
as and long I'm not flipping, I got to be jellyfishing and I got to be out here just having a good time dancing and singing and always smiling, always laughing. Because it, if I let my brain wander for just a second, it's going to go there. Do you think he caused the catastrophic event in some sort of hardcore boating accident? Like he was transporting some sort of like atomic weapon, underwater weapon in his underwater boat. And then that caused the city to like be destroyed. And that's why he can't get his boating license because he's got a mental block about driving because he like blacked that part of his mind out. So now he, his body is just won't let him drive. No, I think it's more like he sold out. Like, I think he sold out some people. Oh, okay. Like kind of saved himself. Like, because to your point, I don't want to get too deep into the SpongeBob lore, but like when we meet him, we know he can't drive. So unless you're saying he like blacked out and forgot how, that's we what know I'm saying. Like trying to part learn of his body regressed to make it so he no longer drives. Possibly, and that and that could be. But I think it's more just that guilt of like, like knowing you told them where the people were, you dropped mm-hmm. the dime knowingly to save to to get out of the way, you know. Yeah. And I think I just, and I think I, he has to live with that. That's a lot to live with. I just worry about being Mulan's sidekick because like she she beats the shit out of Mushu a lot. Like he gets his butt squeezed, yeah. breathe out fire. She kind of hits him a bunch. She like throws him. Yeah. I don't think she's got proper boundaries. <laughs> I mean, having a friend that's pretty much a, like that is like forcing you into war is not the best. But you have to think too, given context of the time, you were going to get drafted anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. So at least if I'm with like one of like the top like people, right? Like I got someone who's like down, clearly got main character energy. Like mm-hmm. I feel like. Cause you got to imagine, like, I imagine war's a lot like a basketball court, and yeah, uh, I've been you know, say, I say that a lot. Where, <laughs> yeah, where like once someone's on a heater, you just know, right? Like you can just watch heat of battle. You're just like, damn, this dude is jacking up threes. So like, I'm gonna be, I want to be on that person's team when they get yeah. hot, right? I want to be. You want to be the one that gets them the rock, right? Like I, I could be the assistant, and I know that they're gonna keep me around, right? Like they might put me into some situations, but I imagine it's always things they know I'm capable of because they know like I dish it to you so you can get the big wins. Yeah. So I think they've got my back in that way because like, if, yeah, at that time, you're going to have to go to war no matter what. Like you're fighting these Huns. Here's the issue I'm thinking of though. If if you replace Mushu with me, right? Just drop me into the cartoon universe. I'm yep. Mulan's assistant now. I'm her, I'm her sidekick. Yeah, 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 yeah. She doesn't succeed. Because you can't light the 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 signal flare on fire. Uh, that uh, that's I mean, kind of like a, a big of... part of what Mushu does is lights yeah. that first flare that like shoots off into the mountains and lets people know, hey, they're over there. And also hey, y'all. causes the avalanche too. Yeah. But so like, like that and I mean, just in general, I don't think I, I'm not built for war. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna and I can't I'm not a dragon that can like hide in your clothes. I have to stand next to you. They're like, who's this guy? You can't say it's my sidekick. That's not how war works. <laughs> That's not how... Everyone I mean, doesn't need to bring a dude. Yeah, but at least, like I said, I feel like if I'm around Mulan, I'm not, I feel like we, this is one of those times where like, you have to wonder like, am I in the middle of history right now? Right? Mm-hmm. In this moment is what I'm doing historic. And if we pull this off, I think that energy's there. And also if you win, which they did, you will be exalted. That's true. What's right? the post post war thing though? I'm just hanging with Mulan and her dude, and they're like, I'm just like the third wheel now. I think no. I think you get to be like an emperor of a city. <laughs> I, like, I think, think you so, get like the next level. Like it goes pretty. You saved all of China from the Huns. Now I just as, feel like and I'm you're just, a big I, part of that story. Like you have to remember, your name will be in the books for yeah. sure. 
you easily, I think, get to be like a feudal emperor. Dude, I somewhere. just think I end up as like the regional manager of like uh, a bunch of franchise five guys. I think that's what happens <laughs> to me. <laughs> I'm eating these burgers. I'm vibing out here. It's a good position. No one's people mad. like I'm look not... over and they're like, "Oh, is that? Wait, is that? Cody? Weren't you in the in the big battle that saved all of China? You're like, I mean, it was a while ago. Yeah, I was, you know, <laughs> I was 18. You know, now you know I had to do something a little more responsible. You know, I, you can't you can't be out there all the time. It's dangerous. You know, I wanted something secure. I took the the money that was given to me, started franchising some Five Guys. It's one of the best investments you can make right now in the fast food uh, market. And you know, here I am. I'm doing well. I'm doing okay. Yeah. Do you, I, I recommend the Cajun fries. Is that bad though? No, I think that's that, great. Now I'm sitting. Now I'm sitting here like, dog. <laughs> if I'm running like three, four, five guys in a in an area, life's going pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I get to like, walk in, eat free five guys. Love that. Love that. And also, I'm not like if I'm with SpongeBob, I'm kind of just stuck in a rut, you know, just living I, my job dream. I but if I'm with feel, Mulan. Yeah. If I'm with Mulan, yeah, maybe I didn't see I saved China, all of China. Wow. And I, I'm living, I didn't, I didn't become famous and like a TV star or anything, but like I'm doing well for myself. I got all these five guys, you know? Doing, yeah. You got some, you got some scratch from it. You got some notoriety. You flip that in a responsible way. Cause think you could also have gone the Playboy route and just like lived in, just gone to clubs. And for the as long as people will remember, you still trying to dine out on saving China. But you're not really doing anything else. You you responsible about it? Yeah, I think I, I'm gonna lock in Mulan. I think I think so. I just feel like SpongeBob. At the end of the day, it's just like I mean I'm glad that I think SpongeBob himself is a meditation on being content with your life and just finding the art in the thing you do, even yeah. in the mundane things. You know, just because you're flipping burgers at McDonald's, flip the best burger. Yeah. Make this and make every Big Mac you make the best Big Mac, and that's what and that's what SpongeBob does. But as his friend, I feel like if I, I need just like a little bit of ambition because I could easily fall into that world and just be, but I don't think I could find the peace. Yeah, exactly. That he finds. Because, yeah. Well, also he didn't, you, you didn't do the bad thing. Well, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Whatever he's trying to avoid from doing. I'm like, why are you dog? We can, Hey, let's get, you know, he never leaves the town too. Right? Like you're yeah. like, yo, let's, why don't we move to Oceanside Oceanville? And he's like, have it. I can't, dog. It's like, dog, we could work with crabs, franchise out. You could run a crusty crab on your own there. Easy. And he's like, nah, man, I'm good here. Like, this is a good, this is good. This is a good life we have. Just, this is fine. Yeah. Do you I, think Doc Brown will let you steal the DeLorean to go into the future and get lottery numbers? That's the, that's the tough one, isn't it? Isn't that the hardest part about time travel is not winning the lotto with it? Yeah. Or like, just. Get money, like, get paid. Betting on sports would be the world's greatest sports better. Well, because that's one of the things is like he does he does get an almanac from the future that has like all of the future World Series. Yeah. I don't know if they mention that like what he does, but you're like, I think I get what you're about to do. I like I think as you're as long as you're responsible with it, you should be allowed to, right? Yeah. Like I get it. You have to temper yourself, and I think this is where like a Doc Brown would make for a good protagonist because if he sees me whiling betting on every Super Bowl and winning millions of dollars. Doc Brown, I don't think is afraid to like put the put the put the squeeze on you a little bit. Yeah, definitely put you in your place. I think also one be like I think I'm he'd gonna... be cool like when the Powerball's like over a billy. He I think he'd be like, "All right, let's go get it." Like, let's go get this no, Powerball. I think I think it's the op I think he's like, "Yo, we can low stakes win a lot of stuff. Like we can do a lot of low stakes winning of very obvious things that don't ruffle too many feathers." But you taking the lottery away from someone, that has massive repercussions. I'm saying Doc Brown is all about little 
consequences that can't do that much damage to the Okay, family. so you're saying like I make a bet at the before the baseball season starts that the Pirates are going to beat the Phillies in the World Series in five games. Yep. I bet a hundred bucks on that. And you know it to be true, but everyone's like, there's no way the Pirates are going to be like obscene. There's like no way the Pirates are going to make it. And you're like, I'm just, I'm a big fan, big fan of the Pirates, you know? And they're like, all right, I guess. Yeah. We'll take your bet. We'll take your money. And then it cashes out. Yeah. I think he's down for that all the time. Okay. I think that's the level he's okay I think that's with. also what I needed to hear from him. Like, I think if I if he just lets me have the DeLorean and go wild, I'm going straight to the Powerball, baby. Like, oh, I'm yeah, going yeah. too big. And I think I'm going to fucking, I'm going to mess up someone's yum. Yuck somebody's yum. Yeah. I think I think because Doc Brown spent so much time building this, I think he's pretty well thought out on, he's like, here's the rules we have to abide by. Which, once again, as a sidekick, I'm with you. I need these boundaries. Yeah. You can't just let me do whatever I want or go wherever I want. With the, fran- this- the franchise opportunities with time travel are wild too. Oh, dog. Are you kidding me? Dog, if I could have if I could have went back in time and started a cherry berry in like the early two thousands, get are you get kidding a- me, dude? Get in that subway money early two 2000- thousand. Yeah. Remember when like when all of a sudden you heard for the first time like, hey, there's more subways than any other restaurant. You're like, wait, what? But then you think about your own town. And you're like, yeah, I guess we have three subways, but only two McDonald's. So, damn, I guess they're they really hitting. Yeah. You, that could be, you You could just go into a town and just bust them open with subways. <laughs> just easy. Run, that, running it. Seriously, though, do get on that five guys head wagon. It's, yeah. it's going. They're running. It's going places. It's going places. I, dog, now I want, I thought, I thought we were getting tuna melts, but now I'm sitting here like, that five guys, though. <laughs> I, All right. I, you know, I think with Mulan, you are, because at the end of the day, whatever you do with Doc Brown, you really can't talk about. And even if you do, it's going to sound insane, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like there's, well, how are you going to explain this to people? But with Mulan, once again, you don't have to explain shit. You're in the history books. You're in the photo with her. I, yes. I think Mulan is, I think Mulan understands that she couldn't have done it alone. I don't think she's glory hogging all of this. I think she's, she's the, like, you're not going to get a ton of interviews because everyone wants to talk to her because obviously she's the first female warrior. So it's like, she's a bigger deal than you are. Yeah. So you got to check your own ego, but I think she's constantly like, yo, I, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad to be representative of, you know, and for all girls everywhere, but I could not have done this without my boy, Cody on, on the, uh, he brought a lighter, which was huge. He was lighting <laughs> fireworks off. Save he, without him, we can't signal. So I want to shout out Cody on the, on the lighter. I, I crushed think, it. I like that. But I think, I think I'm leaning Doc Brown. I feel like the stakes are just not as high. And in Mulan, I think death is an option that's on the table. Oh yeah. No. And, and especially and, since, you know, those Huns aren't just going to lay down. No, 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 They're no, coming no. back for that it's revenge. Bad, it's bad, so when dad. they, when it gets back to the Mongolians and they're like, oh boy, our boy got got by who they show a picture of Mulan. And they're like, well, who's this ugly motherfucker here? Let's get him first to send a message to oh, Mulan. Oh, damn. You're right. The sequel is the first five <laughs> minutes of the sequel is you getting got. Exactly. <laughs> and then it becomes her revenge story. Exactly about what I'm avenging saying. your death. But you are for sure dead. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. So how'd yeah. you get? How'd you come to manage these five five guys? Well, oh man, my boss Cody, rest in peace. He was a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> the Mongolians got him though. Damn, wasn't that like forty years ago? Well, you know they had to go over mountain ranges. They didn't have a phone, so like it takes some time to get. Then they had to assemble a war party, find him. I mean, it was that by that point he looked a little different. No one yeah, expected and he's on him the to move because I mean he's got five franchises. I know it's just in this like 
you know, it's in the Tri-City area, but it's still, you don't know where he's going to be at. Yeah. So, I mean, it took some time, but they did, they did kill him, though. Like, <laughs> they got him good, man. They did get him. So, yeah, I guess now I'm running it, which is mailed, fine. And then they mailed his head to Milan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking to Doc Brown. I'm riding the Doc Brown tra- train, dude. I'm, I, I'm with you here. No, no, no. I'm with, I'm with you. I, I'm on, the, I'm on that Doc Brown. And I just want to prove Brown. that I could easily not make out with my own mother. God, this feels like, this feels like a game. Why do you want to play this game? Why? <laughs> I know, I know it sounds like it should be easy. I know, I know that, but is it? He yeah. didn't make it seem like it was that easy. I'm just Martin saying. has got nothing on me, baby. I'm like, uh, Doc Brown, let's do it. <laughs> All right, let's do it. And that is it, folks. We got Doc Brown in the final four where we will do our research. We will, we will continue to learn more and more about these people to say, is this the person we want to be their sidekick? Is this who we want to ride and die with? Would they ride or die for us? What are the examples of their of their ride and dying capabilities? We'll, yeah, we'll we will have bring to figure that, it all out. We're going to bring that to you. But until then, make sure that you are out there finding us on the socials. Make sure you're liking those posts. Make sure you share those posts. Wherever you are listening to this, hit that follow, hit that subscribe, and give us those five stars, please. Hell yeah. Follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just go at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, email those to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, and replace the vowels with sixes. That is going to be it for us. We got that Final Four Friday coming your way. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.